Hi everyone, welcome to the College Exploration Spotlight Series. My name is Victoria and I work for the Charlotte Mecklenburg Library. Each episode, we're going to be interviewing current or recently graduated students at a variety of schools for teens to learn more about colleges before applying. Finding the right school to fit your wants and needs can be hard, but the library is here to help. Let's have some fun and explore these schools together. All opinions expressed by interviewees are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Charlotte Mecklenburg Library or its affiliates. Their opinions are based upon their experiences and information in which they consider to be reliable. Today's interview is with Brenna. Hi, Brenna. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Hi. All right, so let's get started. What school did you attend? Um, Winston State University. All right, so for anyone who hasn't been there before, where is the school located and what is that city or town kind of like? It is located in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and the city is more, I would say it's not as big as Charlotte, but it's like, I'm going to say half the Charlotte, they have a really big mall, they have tons of eating places and uh, different shops and stuff. They have a lot of universities in the area. So I would say it's about the size of Durham County for anyone that's in familiar with the North Carolina area. Okay, that's awesome. How would you rate your overall experience? I would definitely rate it a 10 out of 10. I really loved going to Winston-Salem and it was like one of the best choices I've ever made. And I really, really wish sometimes I can go back in time and just like relive certain times out of my four years of school because it went by really fast. Well, that's awesome. So what was your favorite part about attending Winston-Salem State? Um, I would definitely say my favorite part was the people that I met and the experiences that we made together. And because you really... Um, for the first time you're able to become an adult. So like being away from home and making your own, like just anything, your own uh, personal choices and stuff. Like, so it's your, you have no parent, like you, your parents can give you guidance, of course, but it's like right there in that moment, you have to make the decisions that are going to affect what you do or don't do. So those are definitely the moments that I remember the most, definitely the friendships and the, just those adult life changes that happen. Yeah. It's like really a coming of age, like time yeah. frame, And Seriously, like, it's like, I started school at 17 because my birthday's late. And so I was like, a kid. like all of my the people that I met were older than me. And it was just really cool because a lot of the people that went to Winston-Salem State were from town or the surrounding area. So it was kind of like a home away from home. So I was like, there were tons of people from the, like up north, the D.C. area, Virginia, Maryland. But there were also tons of people from Oxford, which is my hometown, and like Durham. So it was really, really cool. It was a good, it was a good mix of people. That's awesome. So what was the food like on campus? What kind of options did you have? Well, the food was everything. Um, luckily, for me, I did not gain the freshman 15. They say that a lot. Um, they put the freshman all the way at the bottom of the university, so you have to walk a lot. So I did not gain the 15, but I did go to the cafe a lot. In the cafeteria, they had soul food. They had Italian. They had a salad bar, a sandwich bar. But the one thing about the food items that I like the most, but we had special days out of the week. We had fried chicken Wednesday, where they had like the best homemade fried chicken. On Fridays, we had fried fish Fridays. And then we used to have brunch on the weekend. So if you wanted to get up super late, breakfast lasted in the cafeteria till like one o'clock in the afternoon. So if you hung out all weekend, Friday, Friday night or whatever, and all night Saturday, if you wanted to get up Sunday morning and go to brunch, you can still go to brunch and still make it to church if that's what you wanted to do. We have random hot wing nights it was just like depending on the thing like if it was homecoming and stuff or if it was like a special valentine's day like they would cater our meals to those at to those events and then as far as like not in the cafeteria we had this place called the ram shack subway and they had another place where they had like grilled food and it's like really really cool they had burgers chicken sandwiches and chicken 
like that. But now they have a whole food court and have a Chick-fil-A, a Subway, they have a Popeye's. So they have definitely upgraded since I've been there, but the food options are even better now. And see, that sounds awesome because this has not been the same like experience that other people have told me as I've done this podcast where they were like, yeah, the food wasn't great or like we only had so many options or like this is what that looked like. And this sounds like really great food, like a great experience. It makes it kind of feel like home a little bit, like you're actually yeah, really serious. getting. I don't know if you guys have ever been on like social media and you see the memes <laughs> when they're like, when you text your friends to meet you at the calf and they've already went like that's how it felt like to the calf without me. We had a problem. We're not cool because, like, we literally <laughs> scheduled our our day around what time are we going to go eat lunch together or dinner in the cafe. Like, That's so funny. I'm telling like the food wasn't. Now, sometimes some things on the menu were kind of iffy. Like, what is this? But like, if the pizza was amazing, like their main entrees were always good. So I don't have any complaints, especially the breakfast. Oh my gosh, yes. Like, <laughs> so did you live on campus? Yes, I lived on campus all four years. Um, I had great roommate experience. I'm, I was very fortunate that I never had any situation with, with any of my suite mates or my roommates. So they have different dorms. Sometimes you'll get lucky. You can get a dorm by yourself. Like my sophomore year, I had a whole dorm room to myself. I say Miss Building Rams Commons. And so you got your own room. It was a full size bed. And you only had to share like your common area with your other suite mates. And you only shared your with one other suite mate. So like legit, it was like living in the presidential suites of Winston-Salem State University. Like everyone was like so jealous that they couldn't get in. So like you either had to have a scholarship or a certain GPA to get in. But like, yes, it was amazing. Some of them were kitchen and some of them had a kitchenette. But almost all of the dorms after your freshman dorm either came to the kitchen or kitchenette. That's really nice. Yeah, the dorms are really nice. I'd seen some of those when I like when I was an undergrad. Like some of the dorms had those, but it doesn't seem like a super common thing. So that's really cool that like that was something that was offered. Yeah, and they've built since I've left because you know that's what schools do once you leave, like upgrade. They have, <laughs> they still use our freshman dorms. They only they've only stopped using one of those dorms, but they've also have built two more. And so they're like now they're uh, unisex. When I was a freshman, the guys were in one dorm and they had like three different dorms for. And that there was no freshman sharing, like you know, boys and girls could not share the same building their freshman year. But like, I guess now it's just like more, and so they have those options now. But yeah, a lot has changed since I, I even start since I started school, and from when I graduated. Yeah, they tend to change things pretty quickly. And like, I know that some dorms do things where like one floor is girls, one floor is boys. Like they'll like kind of layer it like that. And that's so, how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those changes definitely get made all the time. So can you tell me about your best or a standout faculty experience? Um, and I know this sounds so bad because I had a lot of professors and I don't remember her name. One of my favorite faculty members, she was an African-American and she taught intro to marketing. And when I first started in Winston-Salem State, I was a social worker. I always wanted to work with kids and stuff like that, but we lost our accreditation. And so it's kind of funny because right after I switched my major, like a year, they got their accreditation back. So But at that point, I was already so far into my new degree, which was um, management, that I wasn't, I switched back. So while I was in school getting my degree for management, we had to take intro to marketing as like just one course. And so I fell in love, like the way she just sold that career field and she gave us her years of experience and just like, just the fun of like, she's like, you see it's advertisement and she's like, you, it's just all that fun stuff. So it really opened up my eyes and I actually double majored because of her. So I with the degree in marketing and in management 
all because like I was just in all of all the stuff that she taught us and just intro to marketing. So yeah, that's I really awesome. Like. And I feel bad because I don't remember her name, and I really wish I would have. But she only was my teacher for that one class because she also was still like a woman herself. So yeah. Yeah, but it's really, it really like, is a testament to the type of teacher that she is, whether you remember her name or not, that it encouraged you to double major, which is a big deal for most people. Like for anyone listening who's never like realized what double majoring means, that's a really heavy course load. And that's, yes. you know, that, there's a lot that goes with that. But you do come out with even more skills and like options. Yes. And so that changes the trajectory of like what happened next for you and like what skills you have going into your next jobs. Yeah, because luckily for me and for anyone that is listening to this, if you do double major, sometimes you get really lucky. Like for me, when I went to talk to my, he was like, oh, that's just six extra classes. Because when I switched my major to management, that was a whole different role from social work. But when I added marketing, he was like, oh, it's the same field. So you're literally only going to take a couple of different classes. All the other classes are going to like so if you're really interested in doing that because you're really considering two different different fields definitely talk to your advisor about it because they'll definitely the right route so you're not taking like extra classes that you don't need or you're taking a harder class that aren't necessary and so yeah yeah that's how i double minor yeah advisors are amazing they will tell you stuff like oh i didn't know i didn't do yeah they make they make you they're paying they're there to help you remember that like i i love my advisor i think i saw her probably every other week so yeah, I use my advisor, not only as my advisor, but I actually took two separate classes that he taught as well. Oh, so cool. yeah, so it made for a really awesome opportunity that like, I actually interacted with him on a different level. And he was actually my second advisor. And so for me, that looked like him coming in and saying, Okay, well, I'm not positive what direction this advisor was taking you but here's some things I see from your transcript and what you need to take that we can do and then at the end I actually was 17 credit hours short of my graduation needs but I only needed one class to fulfill my major so I ended up taking a second minor because I could and I could do it in one semester and it was right. fine and that's just a testament to an advisor. Yeah, <laughs> they, they see things that you don't think because I'm pretty sure you were stressed out. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to graduate. 17 hours is a lot. And he was like, oh, well, you could just do this and be done with it and pick it up if you want to. Oh, yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is that the minor he chose for me ended up being children's um, literature and children's studies, which actually is a trajectory for my career path. And it was a super easy thing. And I had an English degree. So it's, it just really, it flowed. Yeah, it worked that worked, really well. Yeah, that worked really well. Yeah. So would you say that campus is easy to navigate? How far would you typically have to like walk or bike or take any transportation to get to class? Most people on campus bike. We did have these things called the Ram shuttle. Um, but I only use those when I had like a science class. So the campus itself was a pretty, I wouldn't say small, it was big, but it definitely wasn't as big as like if you compare it to like Duke University in North Carolina or UNC Chapel Hill, those are huge campuses. Our school was very manageable. Like, you could walk around any parts of the school to get to where you had to go. The only classes that were far away were, like, our newer wing, and that was our science and nursing buildings. They were on the other side of the street, all over the hill. And so unless you were, like, a uh, computer science or nursing, biology, stuff like that, those are the most people that were up there on the hill. Everyone else, our stuff was on the main campus. It was very manageable to get around. That's awesome. So would you say there were any specific factors that led you to choose this school over any others you might have applied to? Oh, definitely. Uh, A is the HBCU. And for those who don't know what that stands for, it stands for a black college or university. 
Um, my older cousin graduated from Winston-Salem State, and I'm never going to forget this. I was in, I want to say, eighth grade, and I went to hang out with her during my spring break. And so at that time, she was still a student there. She was actually a senior, a graduated that uh, spring. So she took me around the campus. She showed me the ins and outs. I mean, like, legit, I was, like, 11, 12 on a campus, like, visiting different dorms, seeing her friends, and visiting, like, the library. She took me to the calf. And even from I went there, and when she went there, the school had been totally, like, upgraded and renovated. Even my dorm, when she was the freshman there, because I remember moving her, like, legit, I was probably in, like, mm, fifth, sixth grade when she was a freshman there, and I was helping her move in. It was just, like, so cool to me. Uh, like, this is the coolest thing. We get to move off. I think you get to move from Oxford to go live on like at a school. That's amazing to me. So like she definitely <laughs> was the reason why I went to Winston-Salem. And it's kind of funny. We have another another little cousin that graduated last year from high school and she actually attends Winston-Salem State. I have two god sisters that go there. It's kind of like a family tradition thing. Like we are really big on HBCUs. Um, but yeah, like I applied to Central and A&T as backups, but I knew I wanted to go to Winston-Salem. So yeah, that that's the whole backstory to that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, there's an episode of the podcast that will actually be posted before this one is. And it's actually solely on the events. And I had a number of different people participate in this. And one of the people who participated went to Winston-Salem State. And so did her whole family. So yeah. it seems like it's a big family thing that, like, it just seems to be um, the thing that everyone does. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, like, um, we have a homecoming. Like, all schools have homecomings, but we're, like, homecoming is a week experience. It's super, super fun. They have we have like a comedy show, we have a step show, a concert, we have the coronation ball. It's just small stuff that leads up to the big game on Saturday. And gosh, it's not even really about the game. Like, yes, we care if we win, but it's like going to see the band and the food vineyards. Like, all that stuff is like what is about. And everyone's family comes down. So it was like my mom, my uncle, my brothers, my cousins, like her people, parents, her son, like they all came. It's like a big family reunion, honestly. So every year since I've graduated, I've been to homecoming. And unfortunately, because of COVID-19, homecoming was canceled for this year. But in 2021, we're going to have another big celebration. It's going to be great. I and hope it'll so. Be great. I, I mean, it's because like a lot of my friends have ventured out and they've got jobs outside of North Carolina. So we only see each other during homecoming time. So I'm definitely going to be looking to October of next year. Absolutely. All right. My very last question for you. What do you wish you had known that an incoming or prospective student can benefit from? I really would say I wish that I have known to not rush my plan to choose a major. Like you're still super young. When I first started school, um, I, like I said before, I was a social worker major. And so I, you know, that lost its accreditation. I ended up going into the business field. Long story short, I graduated from school. My first job was in Charlotte, North Carolina at Allstate, the insurance company. And I absolutely hated it. Not because the, the, the company itself, the company was great, but it was the whole sitting behind a desk thing, talking on the phone all day. I didn't like it at all. And so I went back to my first love teaching. I working with students and kids and I love like getting up and every day being a different adventure. And so I legit went back to school to get my in elementary education. And I wish that there's just like a more like someone say, just take your time and really know what you want to do because you have time. Never feel like you have to graduate in four years just to say I was done in four years because sometimes you can rush and not choose the correct path. So I ended up going back to school and I really wish at the time I would have just went to school for teaching, you know, from the beginning because 
every time I had a chance to volunteer or do community service work, it was always at a school. So like the passion was always there, but I guess I just chose what I thought would be a great career for my future. And in the long run, I'm still doing what I love to do, which is teaching. So definitely take your time, what you really, really want to do. And even if it's your sophomore year and you realize what you chose freshman year doesn't work, I definitely say it's worth switching because and that you can't take back after you got that degree. (laughs) Yeah. Because I want to say, if I remember the statistic correctly, that most people on average graduate in five years. Yeah. Definitely don't rush. Yeah. And I think that's like the number one thing there is because I I had a similar path to you. I went to undergrad and I I transferred schools because I knew my school wasn't like right for me, but I changed majors a number of times because it just, it didn't feel right. And I wasn't sure. And originally I thought I wanted to be a teacher, which is actually how we met is that we met when I went back for graduate school because I thought being a teacher was what I wanted to do. And it just turned out that I wanted to teach just in a different way. Right. What I do as a, like, as a librarian is I'm, it's partially an education thing. It's just not within a school system specifically. And so it's a blend, but my experiences in schools and I work heavily with schools, like there's, there's a path there, but I wish I hadn't have rushed myself so much when I was in school, because then I would have probably taken the time to really develop where I wanted to be. And it wouldn't have taken me so long or, you know, or so much confusion to get to the point that I'm at now. Yeah, and I'm telling you, career fairs are really, really big and important because even then, like, if you don't feel comfortable, like, with different uh, organizations or job opportunities that are there, like, you may not even be really interested in that field. Like, I'm telling you, the difference between when I went to my career fairs as an undergrad to the ones I went to as, like, a graduate-level student for schools, like, I was so excited to go to the CMS, uh, which is Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools, public school I was excited I had my resume ready I was ready to get to some school whereas when I was an undergrad I was nervous I'm like oh my gosh like should I walk up to them do I shake their hand like what do I say so I the vibe was just totally different so I definitely feel like when they say do what you love your job should be something that you love to do like definitely seriously that means a lot I think that was important thing I've ever heard as advice from someone in the uh, career field oh absolutely I can 100% say that if you don't absolutely love what you do you know that there's going to be something that you love to do and it's something that's out there and yep. you should love what you do because you're going to do it almost every day for a no- like most of your life so you exactly. should really enjoy it so you gotta love it because if not you're gonna be miserable but yeah enjoy <laughs> listen enjoy college whatever school you go to whether it's community or university just have fun because you're I mean, those years fly by so fast like you they feel really like do. oh my god i'll be like i'm telling you when i was in school i was like oh my gosh i just an adult already working like no and now that I'm a working adult I'm like oh my gosh I wish I could go back to college exactly (laughs) (laughs) take your time and enjoy school school is like the funnest time of your life you are gonna regret when if you rushed it and didn't really get the chance to enjoy making everything that your school offers you yeah absolutely well thank you so much for talking with me today it's been a pleasure and it was so much fun to learn more about Winston-Salem State University The library wants to be able to help teens on their journey as best we can. So for more information about college and career connections, please visit Charlotte Mecklenburg Library's website, cmlibrary.org slash teens, and also check out the Career Exploration Spotlight podcast series. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. If you loved what you just heard or know someone who would, please share it. Take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media and don't forget to tag us. 
Last but not least, if you want to lend your personal support to what we're doing, leave a review on your podcast provider. Tune in every other week for a new episode of the College Exploration Spotlight series, and we'll see you then. Yeah.